This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Growing's good. Mark the fourth chapter, uh, nine through twenty, and remember this. Uh, I want to uh, jump in really at verse thirteen. Jesus said to them, "Do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all parables?" So this is the master parable. This is when Jesus really began teaching. We need uh, instruction. The Bible says the Word of God is profitable for instruction. Amen. We need inspiration, but we need uh, also the information uh, um, uh, to be instructed, trained for ruling and reigning. Teaching is training. You know, the purpose of teaching is, is for training. Amen. The, the work of the ministry uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ is, uh, you know, preaching the gospel, telling the good news to the poor, healing the brokenhearted. Amen. Setting at liberty them that are bruised, uh, uh, you know, uh, declaring liberty to the captives, uh, freedom, all of these things, you know, casting out the devil, raising the dead. That's the work of the body. Every believer, that's the work. That we've been given to do, uh, you know, uh, the work of a uh, the work of a pastor is to teach and train uh, folks for those things. Amen. Are you listening? It's not to do those things. It may be, you know, to tell, but more importantly, show uh, and let you go and let you grow and go. Amen. And we grow. We really will go if we gr- if if we're growing. We'll be going. We should be growing as we're going, not just going round and round the same things. Amen. People get disgusted with church most of the time because they, they don't apply. <clears throat> Let's move forward. Amen. Here. All right. Uh, but, but we believe better things of you and I. Amen. All right, so he says, do you, do you not discern? This is Jesus saying, do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? So he's laying the groundwork of, the un, of understanding for living life in the kingdom. All right? As kings and priests, not worms and other things. Kings and preachers. The Proverbs are, are tra- is training for ruling and reigning. <clears throat> now, living life in the kingdom, the KOG. Everybody say KOG. All right, so he taught, and we're not going to go through all of this. This this bears looking at, looking at, and looking at again. Uh, because if it's the fundamentals, it's the, it's the foundation, it's the basis of, of all understandings. If we don't understand this, then, then it's going to be difficult. These will just be pretty stories to us that we'll wonder about. Are, are you hearing? That he's talking about seed and soil and seasons. All right. 
the the secret of seed. Everything starts with a seed. It's as simple as seed. It's as simple as seed. We're very far removed from that because how many of you grow a garden here? All right, very low percentage. Working with seed, you know. We just go reap a harvest at Walmart or Winn-Dixie or Piggly Wiggly. But wasn't so years ago. When he taught this, everybody growed, growed their own. Is that proper English? Growed. Grew. Grewed their own. They grew. No, they grew their own. Well, there was a there, it was common knowledge and understanding. I mean, you know, this is how life works. You know, no seed, no CD, no ED, no nothing. See, no harvesting. So, so they had a different context for their understanding. And isn't this what he's after? He didn't say knowing. He said, "I want you to understand." It's the difference between knowing and understanding, and you have to have both. Uh, in order, uh, you know, to uh, be successful. Amen. All right. Everything starts with a seed. It all comes from seed. But we need to really be, se- we're either serious about seed or we're silly about seed. The difference is in knowing and understanding. In the, uh, I'm just going to fly through these because I want to get to where we're going here. Soil. Uh, in this parable, there are three kinds uh, that are important for us to know that get zero results. Okay, you don't need to spend a lot of time on on that, except that determine you know uh, that don't work. So that's not what I'm gonna that's not what I'm gonna focus my attention on. Now the first one was uh, uh, the first one um, was uh, uh, hard ground pathway. Uh, see, along the pathway. Where the devil just comes in and out, you know, I mean, just at, at will. No, you know, uh, no fences, no anything. He just wears a wears a path and a rut and keeps people, you know, just. Uh, and there's a lot of things in, in, in life that, you know, I mean, you can't. Uh, <clears throat> our minds need to be renewed. Our words need to be changed. Our tongue needs to be tamed. Are you listening? Our heart needs to have an abundance of the Word of God, so that so that when the pressure gets on and we're and we're squeezed, the Word is what comes out. Are you listening? The Bible says you know that you're mature when 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 pressure comes. Can you hold your tongue? Think about that. When the pressure comes, can you hold your tongue? Not say the wrong stuff. That's maturity. That's wisdom. All right. Uh, but, you know, you just listen, you've got to put a stop to the devil running rampant through your emotions, through your mind, the thought life. You know, I mean, you know, all these buttons, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, we used to, uh, for years we'd say things like, you know, you're irritating me. Well, you know, I get over that. It's like, you know, you're not going to irritate me. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to live irritated. Our words have power. We're snared with our words. You know, words are important. Words are the seeds that created everything. All right? So we work with words. Uh, the, next one is, uh, um, uh, the next one is rocky ground, where there's just, you know, f- you know <clears throat> uh, no commitment to this way of doing things. 
Because when you start going God's way, the devil's just not going to roll over. There's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some persecution that comes, the Bible says, for the word's sake. All right, to dig the seed out. To put pressure on the seed, because if the devil knows, he got to he got to get it while it's small. He can't deal with the har- the increase of God in your life, the harvest. So a world of Christians, you know, live with a lack of knowing and understanding, and they're destroyed for that. They think that you know that somehow the equation of less church, less word, is going to equate to more abundant life. See how that works out for you. I, I just that don't that don't that don't add up. You keep minusing, 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 and see see what kind of a pile you have. <clears throat> you got you have to keep the flow going. You you just turn the faucet uh, on for an hour on Sunday. You're not going to get a whole lot in your barrel. And I mean, as hot as the sun gets around here, it'll evaporate away by Wednesday. Well, moving right along, all right. But being, you know, uh, zero results, okay? Zero results in the pathway seed. Good seed, the word, but doesn't, nothing comes of it. The, uh, the, um, uh, the rocky soil where there's no commitment to, you know, look, I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm going to go God's way. I'm going to do it God's way. I'm going to learn God's way. I'm going to stay with it because it's the only way uh, that works. Even if it's not working right now, it's, it's me, not him. It's me, not him. Are you listening? It's a proud thing to say, you know, oh God, you know, God ain't doing what he said he'd do. I don't believe in luck, but good luck with that because I'm going to tell you what now in the final analysis, it wasn't God, it's, it's us. The failure's on our side. Isn't that right? How many of you, you know, I mean, the first time you tried riding a, uh, riding a bike, you know, you could you'd fall off, fall down, say, well, that don't work. I don't know who invented that, whose idea that was. That don't work. Well, other folks are working it. Isn't that right? I mean, you can you can blame the creator of the bicycle, blame mom and daddy for buying it for you, blame gravity, blame the rocks in the driveway, blame whatever you want. But, you know, at some point in time, if you ever want to scoot on down the road, get on that thing, hang on, learn how to balance and ride it. It can be done. I said it can be done. The word can be done. It's, it, the purpose is for us to do it. Amen. You can, you can out... You can outlast because you outclass the devil. You understand? You, uh, do you understand? You outclass him. He wanted, the reason why he hates you is he wanted what you got. He wanted to be you, but he ain't. He has to use you against your own self. <laughs> The only power he has over you is the power that you give him. He'll use your own words against you. He'll use your own thoughts against you. He'll use your own stuff against you. That's all he's got to work with. But God's smarter than him. And you can be smarter than him. You don't have to be ignorant of how... Anyway, moving right along. The next kind is thorny. Uh, uh, it's thorny ground, all right? Where just all other things. It doesn't matter whether they're good things or bad things. It's just other things. You know, I've got other things to do other than attend to the Word. 
There are other ways of doing it other than the word's way. Other things. The end result is what we're after. Zero. It came to nothing. Amounted to nothing. You know, who wants to do all the work and get nothing for it? Three out of four, you get nothing. Now, you know, Jesus, you know, you just... You know, we could fool ourselves, we can fool other folks, but Jesus ain't fooled by all that. I mean, three out of four Christians are getting nothing. You, you, the next one is good soil, all right? It says that there's, there are those that uh, out of a good heart bring forth good fruit. They're hearers and doers of the word. Stay with it. Tend the garden. Amen. Work at it. Work the word. Because the word will work if you'll work it. Work it. Amen. Keep on working it. See? Uh, and, and bring forth fruit. For 30, 60, and 100 fold. Minimum, medium, and maximum results for life. All right? So we got to have some understanding of soil. We also have to have some understanding of seasons. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says to everything. And there's a separation there. Everything. Everybody say thing. We're, we're involved with things, aren't we? The Bible, you know, the world is full of things, you know, uh, both seen and, and unseen. There are, uh, uh, the Bible says that, that a man out of the abundance of his heart will bring forth good things or evil things. We just have all this, uh, you know, we deal with things. Are you listening? So to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. King James Bible says. Amplified says it to everything and it puts the two together. Everything. There is a season and a time for every matter or purpose under heaven. The Message Bible says there's an opportune time to do things. A right time for everything on the earth. That's why the title of this message is Grow While the Growing's Good. See, in the growing times, the time that is given for growing, in the growing season, the nature tells us about the glory of God. It testifies about the glory of God. It's His nature. They call it Mother Nature, but it's His nature. You want to see God, look at His nature. Look at, that's the nature of God. Uh, Jesus alluded to that over and over and over again. He goes, listen, y'all fretting over all this stuff. He said, look at these lilies right here. He said, God cares for them, dresses them. Look how glorious they are. They're not working. Look at the birds. They're, they're not fussing and fighting. He said, they're carefree in the care of God. The nature testifies. It's an expression of his nature. And he loved it so. I mean, he got some weird stuff out there. That evidently serves some kind of purpose. I mean, Sandy's asked me before, she said, what purpose does a mosquito serve? I said, that one we'll have to ask God when we get there. Because, anyhow, <clears throat> amen. I guess, you know, to feed the, to feed the martins. Because the, the martins love to eat them. Amen. Got skeeter problems? Get your bird that loves to eat them. Well, we just spray them. Don't breathe in that old junk. Now get you a bird. It'll eat them. Eat more than them spray will ever kill. The spray will kill you. <coughs> Let the bird eat them. God's got, a, God's got a natural moving right along for those who enjoy chemicals. But let's move forward. 
grow while the growing is good. The seasons that we're given, uh, the four seasons that we're given, there's rest and a reparation and a preparation. Then there's the sowing season. Then there's the growing season. Then there's the reaping season. And then it goes over again. This is how the world works. It's how nature, the cycle of nature uh, flows. Are you listening? You know, but we get we this twenty four seven three sixty five. You know, working. You know, all kind of hours and different things like that. We get out of that rhythm, and we have no understanding of how it works. So it's easy for us to just think, you know, <clears throat> you know, out of context and out of season, that we can just grow anything, anytime. You know, without the without the rest and reparation of the uh, of the soil and the the labor without the without the tillage and then the uh, the uh, the sowing of the seed and then and then allowing you know uh, the watering and God to pull it God to grow it God to grow it we just think that we know it and we don't know it if God hadn't grown it in us it's just a religious textbook exercise in futility I'm going to grow me some beans cause, you know, and then give up and just run down to the latest convention meeting and you know, buy you a can off the shelf well that'll work for a while but how you know what if they don't what if they don't got none down there someday we to learn to grow our own. We to have our own relationship with God where you and God work together. And you're not just always needing some help. But you can be some help. You're helped so you're blessed. Learn how to live blessed so you can be a blessing. And, and just grow perpetually in that more and more. Increase after increase in our life. Amen. Alright. Proverbs 10 to 5. The Passion Bible says this. Know the importance of the season you're in, and a wise son you will be, or daughter. But what a waste when an incompetent son sleeps through his day of opportunity. Incompetent would be, would be coming from this place of not knowing and not understanding. Whether that's deliberate or, you know, incidental or accidental. Whether it's willful I really don't care to know. Don't need to know. Well, that'll get you killed. The devil loves that kind of attitude. That's pride. Of course you need to know. If you're in the kingdom, you need to know how to live life in the kingdom life. Are you listening? We're different. We do things differently. And consequently, you know, I mean, we have a reward that's different. And it's not just all for there. A lot of it's here. Peace. The kingdom of God's inside of you. You can, it's not, it's not coming with some great event in our life. We're making progress in the process within us. The rule and reign of God. And then through us, the rule and reign of God. You have, we have fruitfulness. We fill the earth with the rule and reign of God. And eventually God and us have dominion. We're ruling and reigning. In life, as kings and priests. The abundant life Jesus 
uh, talked about. Amen. And Proverbs uh, 24, I want to. I'm going to just, I want to show you this because emphasize this sleeping through his day of opportunity. Let me go back here real quick. Proverbs 24 and verse 30 through 34. It says, I went by the field of the lazy man. And by the vineyard of the man... Listen, void of understanding. Laziness is, is tied directly to not having an understanding of how things work. All right? <clears throat> and behold, it was all grown over with thorns, and nettles were covering its face, and its stone wall was broken down. Then I beheld and considered it well. I looked and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come as a robber and your want as an armed man. Well, it, it, listen, the, 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 everything's available but to be successful, but the guy's lazy. There's a world of folks that are lazy where the word is concerned. I mean, stay up, you know, till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night being entertained with the, blue, with the blue light. I need to know the news. I need to know who killed who and what happened and all that kind of stuff, you know. And then, and then jump up in the morning, you know, uh, and, and the Bible sits there till Sunday and no time for the Word, no time to attend the Word. The good news, are, are you listening? That's not understanding how... Uh, listen, everything comes from seed. Isn't that right? Sleep through the, the day of opportunity. Every day we have the opportunity to be good soil, good ground, and let God perpetually sow us with seed. Water the seed that has been sown by spending time with Him. Looking, attending, He said, My son, attend to these words. Tend to my words. Are you listening? Then you won't get down the road. See, like, uh, like, like, now we wouldn't, we wouldn't say, well, I'm not lazy. Didn't say, listen, probably not. You're probably hard work and all that kind of stuff. But what are you working? You know, you're, you, you know, we labor underneath the curse where we go by the sweat of our brow. We've got to earn a living instead of learning, you know, the ways of God. He'll do you a lot better than you could ever do for yourself. The blessing, the Bible says, the blessing make you rich and it won't add all that sorrow and toil. You, you don't have to jump and run and get to the end of the thing and it isn't enough. Let me read this out of the. Uh, now you know. Now listen. If it is you, you can just say, "Well, that ain't gonna be me." You know, I mean, for years, you know, for years, uh, you know, I'd play tapes on the way to work and all that kind of stuff. But I did not have a regular Bible reading routine for years and years and years, even as a pastor. You know, because I just used to work in 16 hours a day. I mean, that's how I did things. 
I never had jobs where I just worked eight hours. Better move right along there because, you know, we're living in a society that, you know, they should only work 20 hours and get 60 hours worth of pay. We're entitled. Somebody owes me. You know. You know. Here's the thing, when the people that are working get tired of paying for the people that are not working, we're going to have a problem. Are you listening? Because there's just not enough. There won't be enough. You know, we have to, we have to work. W-O-R-K is a Bible word, and it's not a cuss word. You know, work hard, the Bible says, you'll have plenty of wood. Of, of plenty of wood. You'll have that if you work. If, <laughs> you'll you know you'll have uh you know you'll have plenty uh of food there'll be plenty when you work hard there'll be an abundance amen where do we want to be twenty four right proverbs twenty four was that where we were yeah uh one day mess about I walked by the field of an old lazy bones and then passed the vineyard of a lout. They were overgrown with weeds, thick with thistles, all the fences broken down. I took a long look and pondered what I saw. The fields preached me a sermon and, a li- and I listened. So you don't have to experience all this yourself. Watch other folks. We are God's field. We're the workmanship of God. But we got to work with God. Are you listening? I mean, God's the, the kind where he's just not going to do it all for you. I mean, I, I got that way with, you know, my kids, the spiritual kids, natural kids. It's like, man, if you won't do something for yourself, why, why would I? You can't carry folks that are supposed to be walking. Eventually, they'd be too heavy. Amen. You can if you want to, and God will allow you to. But eventually, it's like you're going to realize they're too heavy. They need to walk. I mean, even a toddler gets up around 30 pounds. They got two legs. They can walk. Amen. Hey, walk. We ain't going to tote you everywhere you go. Give you everything. Amen. Tie your own shoes. We're going to learn, learn you how to do life right. All right, listen. I took a long look, pondered what I saw. The fields preached me a sermon, and I listened. A nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there. Sit back, take it easy. Do you know what, that com- what comes next? Just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life with poverty as your permanent house guest. Now, that's in natural things, but let me apply it to spiritual things. A Wednesday off here, Sunday off there. You know, uh, skip a Bible reading here. No discipline in our life. Are you listening? Just, just aiming at pleasure. What I want to do, when I want to do, if I want to do it, or if I don't want to do it, it. It'll catch up with us. It'll catch up with us. If you're experiencing lack in your life, it is a lack of understanding. Get in this. Start attending to the word and grow you some. The good news is that you can become good ground and grow you some. You know, I'll tell you what, down at my uh, farm, there's, ah, uh, it's just, you know, a mess. And, uh, uh, but you know what? They make stuff that'll hack that, cut that, burn that, you know, chop that, get out there and get it back. You can't just be overwhelmed and be poor, get it back. Build a fence, start, do something. Praise the Lord. It's a, you know, I went by the field and saw a man that didn't tend to, what he needed to tend to. Yeah. Praise the Lord. 
Well, if that's you, just change it. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about you. Go drive down by it. I mean, you can't even see the fence across the thing. Well, you will after a while. Amen. All right. <laughs> Praise God. Listen, 1 Chronicles 12, 32 says this. And, and it was in the context where, uh, uh, where the tribes were coming to David at, at Hebron to hand him uh, Israel, to crown him king over all of Israel. And it said there, in particular, it listed these guys. It said the children of Issachar, the men of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Look at this. It's interesting that understanding of the season of the times precludes knowing what to do. Isn't that right? And what? For success. We need to understand the season that we're in, the importance of that, in order to know what to do in that season. You don't want to be doing winter's work in summer. Or summer's work in winter. It, it's appropriate for the season. All right? <clears throat> well, I never heard of such. Well, it's good that we're hearing about it now. See, because seed, soil, and seasons are all fundamental to working with God. 1 Corinthians 3, uh, 6 through 9. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible. Is there too much scripture for you tonight? You know, in order to be scriptural, you have to have scriptures. Well, I tell you, I've had to fight for the word in my life. I've had to fight for it. I've had to fight that battle through. I continually have to carve, you know, that priority. In order to have the prosperity, I've got to get the priority set. And it's a moving target sometimes. I mean, you know, uh, you know, there's all kind of crazy, kooky stuff that goes on in life. Isn't that right? That, that, it, that, it, that are dream robbers, dream thieves, word thieves, see? Are you listening? Just do anything with your time. Anything, we're, if, you're not, if we're not working the word, we're wasting time. We're, we're, that was time that was wasted. Because even while we're doing other things, if we start with the word, that word will work on us all day. We'll be listening. We'll hear the word of God all day long. God will talk to us about his word. Remember he said he got out in the field. And the fields preached a sermon. Got out among people. And people without saying a word, their lives were preaching a sermon for lessons for me to learn. Because I had the ABCs down here. I could read the paragraphs that were being put together. I could see wise folks. I could see fools. I could see what works and what doesn't work. Amen? All right. Uh, 1 Corinthians this is Paul, and he's going over the same things here. He goes, because folks were, you know, they were missing the point. You know, they got all wrapped up in, you know, like we do today, superheroes of the faith. And, you know, boy, I just, you know, this one or that one, uh, you know, uh, that's going to make all the difference because one's better than the other, more anointed to this, that. He, he puts that, he goes, listen, who in the world are we? We're ministering servants serving you up the word. 
We're giving you the word. It's the word that's the main point here. Not the messenger, the message. It's the word that you need to be working. Don't, don't get over into this stuff and, you know, because, you know, you know I, honest to God, I'll eat off a napkin. I've eaten out of my own hand before. I've eaten off a of fine china. Uh, you know, all, you know it, hey, but it's the food, honey. It be the food that I need to function in life. I don't care. You know, you can serve it on whatever thing you want. I, I'm hungry. I don't care. I'm on dip my. I'm on. You don't gotta. It don't gotta be nothing fancy now. I just need that stuff. Understand? All right. So Paul's dealing with us. He said. Who, who am I? Who is Apollos? He said, let me tell you. He goes, I sowed the seed. Apollos, he said, I came and preached the good news to you. I introduced some things to you. He, through the powerful preaching, I broke the ground. Got, I, I, I got seed in there. And he said, then Apollos came along with teaching and training and watered that. He said, but don't make any mistake about it. He goes, it was God that grew the seed. That made the seed grow. He made the word work. The increase is what God did with his word. It started working in your life. Tithing. Praying. Learning to be obeying the voice of God. Learning his voice. Coming to church. Treat, learning to live the love life. Humility. Amen. You won't see glory till God sees humility. All these things. Amen. How to live life in the kingdom. And that life is abundant life. It's the greatest life you'll ever live. It's ruling and reigning in life. It doesn't matter what comes. All your enemies are, under, are put underneath your feet. You have victory. Now you're going to have to fight the fight of faith. You have to take the word and whoop him with it. The word will whoop him. Let the word whip him. You're trying to flesh whip him. See? Your flesh ain't that. You know, I mean, so to the flesh. The Bible says that lower nature. I can do it all, you know. No, you can't. Take that word. What you can do is use the word. You have full access to the word. All this is yours. You just read the right act to him. Resist him just a little bit. First submit to God. Use the word. Do like Jesus did. Work the word. Amen. Isn't that right? But I mean when the, you know, when the thief is standing in the kitchen and you're in the bedroom, you don't need to, you don't need to say, where did I leave my gun? Now, where, where's my gun? Where in the world? And you know, honey, it ought to be on the nightstand loaded, ready. And at the slightest sound when the dog barks, you jump up and run. You knew what hour he'd come. He comes when no one's suspecting him to come. Amen? But <clears throat> anyhow, I'm in season and out of season where the word of God is concerned. I'm at the ready. All right? Now, uh, 
Let me read down here just a little bit. He says, I planted, verse 6, a pile of water, but God all the while was making it grow, and he gave the increase. So neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but only God who makes it grow and become greater. He who plants and he who waters are equal, one in aim and of the same importance and esteem, yet each shall receive <coughs> excuse me, his own reward wages according to his own labor. For we are fellow workmen, joint promoters, laborers together with and for God. Now, now think about that. See, the word helps us to learn how to work with God. Have you noticed that God just won't do it? All? This is where religion, you know, religion one ditch is God does it all. You have no control no obligation, no requirement whatsoever, or the other ditches that God don't do nothing, we got to do it all. The truth is in the middle where God does His part. He will not do your part. God will give you the field, and if you want to sleep through your day of opportunity, it'll grow weeds, and you'll be poor. <clears throat> but if you'll work it, He'll provide the seed. He'll work with you. He'll give you the rain. He'll bless you. He'll make things go easy for you. Folks will want to will hunt you down, want to help you where that's concerned. I mean, God will help you to help yourself, so to speak. But really, you're not just helping yourself. You're helping God as he helps you. What a novel idea that me and God would work together. Well, I'll tell you what, nothing's happening. Well, it ain't because God ain't wanting to do something. Hmm? Are you listening? <clears throat> now, listen, I could just pat you on the head instead of tapping your behind a little bit and telling you, let's grow up here. See, because if you really want to be successful, we're going to have to learn... How God does it. In order to work with God, you've got to learn His ways. You've got to learn how He does things. And He works with seed. He primarily works with seed. He's got to have soil. And He works in seasons. Amen. How many of you have ever tried to get God to do something out of season? How do I know it's out of season? He didn't do it. That answered a lot of questions right there. I don't know why God didn't do it. Because he's not just, you know, Walmart. And you call in, now go sit in the orange chair. And they, your personal shopper brings it to you. And, and you don't have to do hardly anything except, you know, I just come in and give my offering. Why don't, why don't everything happen for me? I showed up on my Sunday. I did my little religious thing. Why ain't God working for me? <clears throat> Isn't that how it works? Like the commercial. Not exactly. Amen. The good news is, though, that I'm telling you, if you learn this, you'll never have another. You'll never have another need or desire that will not be met because there's seed for that. And if you'll be the soil for that, you can grow you one. Grow you some. You'll get in this thing with God. And boy, I'll tell you what. Listen, grow while the growing is good. Work with God. Want to know. Want to understand. Want to go in God and in grace. Matthew uh, eleven twenty eight. 
and then we'll be done tonight, and you'll be glad Pastor Sandy will be back, because she's so much nicer than I am. She's so much, much more gentle and kind. But, you know, when you're plowing rocks out of the field, sometimes you've got to just dig in and lean hard on the handles. Sometimes you got some old stumps, you need to raise your voice and, and dynamite them out. Sometimes you just got some old stubborn boulders, you need to hit it a little harder with the hammer. Amen. Thank you for the holy grunts that came all around here. It's all right. You know, praise the Lord. Anyhow, I really do love you. I, I really don't want to waste time. From the, the purpose of teaching is training. Boy, if we can get you trained, you'll rule and reign in life. I mean, you know, I mean, honest to God, that's attractive. Good success is attractive. We're committed to you having good success, but I don't know any other way to do it. Now, the Word is the Word's Word. I, I know they got all this fancy stuff, and they've watered that stuff down. They've been doing that for years. There's nothing new. When I was coming up, it was the same thing. It'd be this wind of doctrine, that wind of doctrine. You know, the latest is, you know, uh, just, you know, you. You can be a churchless Christian. You know, the Bible doesn't teach that. Jesus never taught that. It's just a modern thing. And eventually we'll get to a place where how that's working out for you. The truth is it's not. Are you listening? I mean, the honest God truth is that it's not. Don't be fooled by it. Jesus said, listen. He said, that, he said, well, you see all the vultures gathering. He goes, there's something dead over there. He said, when they say he's here or there, what are you going Don't be fooled by that. He said, you just need to know me yourself. He said, I'll tell you how this thing works. Amen? Amen. Are you listening? Well, they really got it going on over there because there's a big crowd, you know. Crowds never impressed Jesus because one day the crowd said, you know, Hosanna to the king. The next day uh, uh, they were saying crucify him. There were the crowds following him all the way around to the other side of the uh, other side of the lake. He said, "Give us some more of that free food." He said, "Oh, you want free food, but you're not going to get the free food." He said, "I'll tell you about eating my body, drinking my blood." He said, "How's that for you?" He goes, "It's going to cost you something to walk with me." And they go, "Oh, this is a hard saying." They all left. There's twelve guys standing there. One of them a devil. Never phased him a bit. He goes, "I wasn't after all them guys anyway." He said, "I was after training you." I'm after training you. If I can get you trained, he goes, I'll have another crowd, but they'll be the right kind. They won't be after all the free stuff. Shazam. Shazam. Wow. I'm going to see me a miracle. Well, you know, let me tell you something. You know, uh, it is a miracle when you grow your way up and out and up and into this victorious life. That's a miracle to change you from the inside out and get you and get you operating in a thing where you just don't lose. You live victorious and glorious in God. See that make your head go tilt. What do you mean you don't lose? Now you got to lose sometime. You got to lose. Oh no, honey. Are you listening? You know, we keep swinging until we hit. It's not three strikes you're out. Stay there till you hit. It's not nine innings and the game's over. Oh, no. Uh-uh. We play till I win. Period. 
We just keep at it until the devil's all the way underneath my feet. And God says, boy, there you go. That's where he belongs. Moving right along. Matthew 11. <laughs> Why do you got to be such a smarty britches? Well, sometimes a little sugar helps the medicine go down. Remember, it's a two-edged sword. You know, it, 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 it'll, it'll, it'll cut and let all that junk out, but, you know, it'll smart a little afterwards. But, but it needed to be gotten out of there. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. All right. Listen, 1120, it says, Come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Take, it says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief, and ease, and refreshment, and recreation, and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is wholesome, useful, good, not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing, but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. In the Message Bible, it says it, uh, uh, I believe, the best. So I'll read it um, there as well, and then we'll be finished with it. It says, Are you tired, worn out, burn out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Now, here's Jesus' remedy in that, the, how he works. He goes, come to me. All right? A lot of people take a rest. You, you know, you might see them six months later. They're at the ball game. They're here and they take a, a rest from God and from church. No, come to me. I'll show you how to take a real rest. All right? The real rest is where you cease from your own labors and you enter into God's labor. What he has done. What he is doing. The days that he puts together. The plans that he puts together. The provisions that he puts along the path. Are you listening? I'll, I'll, you know, I'm working today. Just... Spend the time with the uh, Lord this uh, morning. Get a phone call from a fella that uh, I had talked to way, way back at the beginning of the year. And I'd been thinking two, three times about him. He called me up and he said, uh, this is so-and-so. And he said, listen, I, he goes, you remember what we looked at? He looked at some timber for me. He said, uh, uh, he said listen, uh, I, I, I'd like to. I've got a fella I want, want him to come by and look at it. And I said, well, you know the deal. I told you that, you know. If it's not X amount, I'm not interested. He goes, well, maybe he'll see a little bit more value in it, you know, than I did. He deals in that stuff. I said, fine. So, you know, uh, um, so, the, you know, anyway, they came. I let them out there and looked. didn't take them very long, you know. So that's either good or bad, one or the other. It doesn't matter to me because it's like this is what the Lord said. I felt like impressed. This is how much it is. If you want it, don't. But... It occurred to me <clears throat> that here I am just sitting here, you know, keeping my priorities, and here comes a prosperity hunting me down. 
I mean, God just going to do His word, and and you you know, again, you know, I mean, seed had been sown. Now you know something might grow out of that. Praise the Lord. That's all right. Amen. Be a pretty good old day if if, if it all comes to pass. Amen. God's that way. Listen, get used to that. There's going to be chunks coming. Chunks, honey. Chunks. Understand? Cases. Not just one slice of pie and a thin one at that. I mean cases. Amen. Chunks. God's a chunky God. I mean God's got it. God's got it. And God can move it around. He can move on folk. They'll come hunt you down. It says, if you'll hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God. He said, all of these things will come and hunt you down and come on you. They'll overtake you. You chase God. God will make sure that the blessing chases you. You'll be blessed wherever you are. In the country. In the city. In your coming in and going out. In your sitting down and in your risings up. He said, and here's what it's going to look like. Chunks. Amen. Now be counting change out of the couch anymore. I mean, yeah. Pray it. Lord, everybody. Are you hearing? God can do it. God can arrange your life. Little by little, step by step, day by day, he'll set you up for Amen. I mean one good idea. Simple as a paper clip. Wonder how much money that guy had. Moving right along. Come to me. Walk with me. Just walk with me. And here we are under the gun on the run. Walk with me. Walk with me work with me watch how I do it well how does he do it he works with seed and soil and season works with the word watch and learn watch how I do it and learn the unforced rhythms of grace there's a rhythm to the seasons to the cycle of life Year in, year out. Keeping stepping in time with God. Don't be talking about winter in the middle of summer. Go out and, you know, you pray for rain. You don't pray for seed and all that kind of stuff. You pray for rain now. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Your prayers change when you know what you're working with and how things are doing. All right? Some of you have sown seed for years and you never prayed any rain on it. I planted, Apollos watered. But God made it grow. How did he make what was sown grow? He watered it. Sometimes it's like, where's my harvest? How are you watering it? Are you watering it? You know, most famine comes from drought conditions. You just, you know, threw it down and said, Oh, well, that's it. Forget about it. You can't do that with it. You've got to be persistent. Faith and patient. You've got to pray your stuff through. Praise the Lord. I find every once in a while I need God to make a storm and strike some lightning. Some 
places. Amen. Scare all the crows and vultures away. All them things that try to get through. Are you listening? Some divine help. I mean, you know, there's all kind of rain. It can come in all kind of form. Anyway, I can't get way down deep in that. We are all done for tonight. Did you get anything out of this at all? Listen, he said, watch how I do it. Work with seed and soil and seeds. Sow seeds, grow crops, and reap harvest with God. Do it God's way. So much better His way. So much better this way. This actually works. There's no instant gratification, you know. I mean, it's going to pull you out of the Walmart mentality. It's going to take a lot of pressure off of me because I'm not going to manage no Walmart. I'm not that kind of man. I don't have a business degree. I'm a country boy. Amen? I'll hand you a sack of seeds and say, grow you some. I don't know nothing about that. Hang around, we'll teach you. Well, I just, I just, I just want you to, you know, shazam! Wave your hand over the place. Work some kind of thing. Isn't that how God works? Well, he do do that in, the, you know, uh, in emergency type situations. But, uh, you know, if you really want to get, if you really want to get up on top of it, this is how he does. Things. And the people that, are, that know how to do this will never be without anything they need or desire. Take the seed that God needs and you and him together create the crop that you both desire. Sir, folks, Proverbs nineteen eighteen says, do yourself a favor. I like that because I'm believing that the blessing, I know the blessing results in favor with both God and man. But I didn't know I could do myself a favor. When the scripture says, do yourself a favor, I'm going, cha-ching, boy, that, hey, I'm all for that. Amen, because favor brings good success and good success is attractive. The blessing, you should write that down. The blessing Brings favor. That's, that's the, it brings favor with God and with man. And favor creates and results in good success. And good success is attractive as a witness. Amen. All right? So do yourself a favor, it says, and love wisdom. You could interchange wisdom with God's word. Do yourself a favor and learn to love God's word and learn all you can. This is scripture, Proverbs, Passion Bible, 19 and 18. It says, learn all you can, then watch your life flourish and prosper. What a, what a, man, I, I told you, you know, hey, I'll have me some of that. That wasn't way down here on the bottom shelf. That was the stuff that somebody stuck up there and hid behind something. You know what I'm saying? But it was hidden for me. I mean, it, like, it, 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 it was like, you know, treasure. Do yourself a favor. I'm going to work this one. Love your word, God. Oh, I love your word more than I love to sleep or in in the morning. I love your word more than I love other things or to do, uh, do something else when I should be attended to your word. Are you listening? I, I, I learned to love wisdom, the wisdom that comes from your, uh, uh, the word, and I'm going to learn all I can. I'm not going to waste today. I'm going to learn today. I'm going to learn the unforced I'm going to learn how you do things. And I'm going to watch my life flourish and prosper. I'm after flourishing and prospering. I, I like flourishing things. Amen. Prospering things. I'm done just surviving. I want to thrive. How about you? I want to be part of a people thriving. I want to give you the, uh, uh, the stuff. If you come up here all gaunt and skinny, I'm going to worm you. You understand? I'll get them worms and parasites out of you. 
put you on some good pasture. You come in here. You may, you may be used to eating weeds, but we're going to get you on some good stuff that will help you. Amen. You know, you can, feed, you, can, you can feed a wormy animal good food and they'll stay skinny and scrawny and all that. We need to get that parasitic infestation out of you. Amen. Well, how are you going to do that? Give you some strong medicine. Flush you on out. Amen. Talk to you hard a little bit on Wednesday night. Growl a little bit when we do it. I can't growl as good as Pastor Sandy. But I don't mind. I got to get her done in my spirit over you. Amen. I mean, we're, listen, these are glory days. This is a glorious time. We're going to grow some glory here. The glory of God. Amen. Understand how God does things. <clears throat> Get busy being good ground. Amen. There'll be a season. Listen, when I'll tell you there'll be a season when from the seed that we're sowing of our lives that we'll have people for our life. You'll have so many of them, you'll have, you won't fit them all in here. You, you'll have, you know, you'll be like the old woman in the shoe. Had so many children, didn't know what to do. Some of you going, well, you know, that's going to mess up my schedule and all. Then I'm not, I'm not talking to you. Get to, get to heaven. Have no one to show for yourself but yourself. Who might try to talk you into anything less? That's true poverty. To have wasted your whole opportunity of this life to bring other folks with you on just bringing you. Like the person that comes to a church fellowship and don't even bring a drink. Learn to sow food. You'll never go hungry in your life. Learn to sow everything. Be a giver. Learn to be a giver. Amen. Give to God. Give to folks. Be fruitful in that. Use the earth's vast resources. Amen. You'd have a lot less trouble with you if you get you off your mind. Start thinking about other folks. There's a lot of folks around you got a lot worse trouble than you got. You're the answer. You, you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.